This is an ICGC Cornerstone podcast. At Cornerstone, we believe in the power of the Word of God to transform lives and empower people to influence their generation. And now, time for the message. PN and I uh, will be teach, doing a series on what we've titled, I Am Cornerstone. And uh, this morning, I will be doing the subtitle, Rejected But Relevant. Rejected But Relevant. Rejected but, but Relevant. And I'm sure many people wonder over the years why, as a church, we chose the, um, the, the name Cornerstone Temple, or why we chose Cornerstone what does it mean? What is its significance uh, to us as well? And how do we identify with that name? And we chose that name specifically for a, a particular reason. And we'll explore what that reason is as well. But, but rejected but relevant. Because, you know, life is full of so many people who, who have found themselves rejected one way or the other. When you look at this, the story of so many biblical characters you find that at some point in time, they felt rejected. They felt abandoned. They felt forsaken. But some way, somehow, their story did not end in their rejection. And I'm here to tell someone that your story does not end in your rejection. That people may reject you. People may not see value in you. They may not want to associate with you. But your story will not end with your rejection. Because God has a plan for you just like the cornerstone. Your story will not end in a rejection. Please turn with me to two scriptures in Psalm 118 verses 22 and 23. And then Mark chapter 12 verse 7 to 12. Psalm 118 verses 22 and 23. Mark chapter 12 verses 7 to 12. Psalm 118, he says that the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Very interesting scripture. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Jesus repeats these same words in Mark chapter 12, verse 7 to 12. Where Jesus is addressing something very interesting. And he says, but those vine, vine dressers said among themselves, this is, his, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him. And the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. Therefore, what would the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. See that word again. And it is marvelous in our eyes. And they sought to lay hands on him, but feared the multitude. For they knew he had spoken the parable against them. So they left him and went away. Now the the, the whole idea or the image of, of a cornerstone is in, in, in ancient Greek, 
they, they, when they were building, they, they, they needed a reference point for the foundation of the building. And so they would normally pick a particular stone that would serve as the reference point on which the entire foundation of the building is put together. And, 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 and that's where the word cornerstone came from. And, and, and Jesus says in this particular scripture, which was also echoed by the psalmist, that the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. It gives me the idea that, 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 that sometimes in life we, we are poised to go through rejection one way or the other. But that rejection doesn't determine the end of our story. And he says that this was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. It, 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 it makes me understand that, that, that when somebody is rejected, that actually God is part of the story. Because it, it says that the, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. It is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our sight. But, but, but when somebody faces rejection, or the person is pushed away, or the person is looked down on, the immediate feedback that we get is that maybe God doesn't care about us. Or maybe God has abandoned us. Or maybe the reason why we are experiencing rejection is because God has withdrawn himself from us. But he says that this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight because God wants to use that rejection to show something. To prove something. To tell a story with your life. To use your life for his glory. To demonstrate something in your life. And we're going to look at a few things today. Now what is the cornerstone to Descriptions. Number one, it is an important quality or feature on which a particular thing depends on or is based. An important quality or feature on which a particular thing depends on or is based. So when we talk about the cornerstone, we're talking about a person or a thing that has prime importance. The cornerstone, something that is essential, it is needed. It is necessary. It is important. It is important. And when we talk about cornerstone, we talk about the fact that everybody in this church is necessary. Everybody in this church is needed. Everybody in this church is important. In this church, we don't see you as a statistic. Everybody is important. We don't see you as counting the number. We see you as important. There is something that you have to offer. There is something that you can do. You are a cornerstone as well. Number two description of a cornerstone is a fundamental assumption or a fundamental principle or a fundamental concept on which something is developed. A fundamental concept on which something is developed. There are times when due to a person's weakness, a person's family background, their ethnicity, their race, their nationality, their religion, they are despised and sometimes looked down as misfits. There are times that when we go through life with experiences that have a dent on our self-esteem and doesn't make us see any value in ourselves. We go through challenges. We go through weaknesses that make us look down on ourselves. And wonder if there's anything that God can do with my life. Can God do something with my life? Can God use my life for something significant? It is a question that we all go through. And Jesus went through that same experience. The Bible says that he came to his own, but his own did not receive him. Amazing. Jesus comes into the world and he knows 
that he has been sent to die for them. And yet they reject him. Yet they push him aside. Yet they abandon him. Yet people don't see any value in him. It's a very interesting thing. But that same Jesus that was rejected, that was looked down upon, that was despised, became the chief cornerstone. It makes me understand that God has something unique he has planned for you and I. That when people look down on you and don't see anything important about you and, 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 and describe your life in their own details, describe your life in their own words, determine how far you can go in life, you must understand that the stone that the builders rejected will become the chief cornerstone. You must understand that. That God has something that is about to do with your life. And you must not look down on yourself. There are several features of a cornerstone. Number one, the cornerstone is hidden. It is hidden. Normally, it is located in the building, in the foundation of the building. When you see the building, you admire the building. The building looks nice. It looks decorated. It looks like a strong building. But, the building, but there's something that is called a cornerstone. That is the basis for which the building has been put together. It is hidden. Great, but hidden. And many of us, today you're going through life. And you're wondering, does God have something in my life? Right now you're going through a process where God is hiding you. People don't know about you. Nobody has heard about you. Nobody knows about you. And, but you are being hidden by God. Because, and, and you must understand that it's a process. The, the cornerstone is hidden. You might not see any treasure in it, but throughout of it will come something great. And that is how you must see your life. The cornerstone is hidden. Number two, the cornerstone looks insignificant. It looks insignificant. Compared to the entire structure of a building, its cornerstone looks insignificant. Maybe, maybe and, 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 and sometimes when you see the building, you are wondering, I mean, why do we even need the corners? Why do we need that foundation in the building? But that is what holds the building. That is what holds the building. Today, you may look insignificant, but God has deposited significance in you. And you must understand it. You must understand that you are a cornerstone. In your family, in your community, amongst your peers, you are a cornerstone. There is something that God wants to use your life. You are not just part of a number. You carry value. You carry something significant. And you must know it. You must know it. You may look insignificant to others. They may describe you as insignificant. But God sees value in you. You are a cornerstone. Don't forget that. Don't forget you carry something of value. That is why you, you, you must not carry yourself anyhow. Because you carry value. You carry value. It's like when you meet somebody who is pregnant. They don't run up. Have you seen a pregnant woman jumping, rolling around on the floor? No. Because they carry something significant. They have to protect what they carry. They are careful. They are coordinated because they are carrying something. You must understand that you are carrying something. You are loaded with something. So you don't, you don't live your life anyhow. They may say you are insignificant, but you are going somewhere. Man can only predict where you will get to. But the God who speaks the end from the beginning knows where you will get to. You must know that you carry something. You know that you carry something. Don't forget that. A cornerstone also is a point of reference. 
Normally, when the, when the cornerstone has been set, it is the point by which the entire foundation is, is, is dug out and is made. It's a point of reference. And, and the Bible says in Ephesians 2, verse 19 to 22, it says, Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you are being built together for a dwelling place of God in Christ. The foundation of our marriage, of our, of our finances, of our faith, of our career, of our ambition, and of other interests is Christ. He is that cornerstone. And when Christ is in you, my friends, you become a point of reference. And may God use your life as a point of reference as well. And number, number four, a cornerstone also is, is, is something that is prominent. It is prominent. The Bible says in Isaiah 28 verse 16, Therefore thus says the Lord, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious stone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. It is a sure foundation for believers, but a stumbling block for unbelievers. May God make our lives prominent. May God distinguish you. May God dignify you. May God make you. You may come from a background where nobody uh, has made it. Nobody has gone to school. Nobody has gone in a good marriage. Nothing like that. But may God raise you up as a cornerstone in your family. May you become a point of reference in your family. In the name of Jesus. You know, when I, when I was growing up, you know, we, when I was growing up, you know, as you know, in, in, in secondary school, in JHS, they would be laughing at people. And they, would say, and, and they used to determine how far people would go based on the family they came from. They will say, you know, a BMW came to pick this person, so this person is going to go far. And then we walked, so you will not go far. Okay, you know, or a daughter came to pick you, or you want to pick a daughter. <laughs> you know, they, they, they come and pick some people, and you go and pick some, you also go and pick some. And, 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 and they look at that and they say, oh, this is how far you will go. And, 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 and they look at what you have now, and they say, oh, this is, the, this is how far you go. And, you know, human beings are fickle. We are easily moved by, by, the, by the now, by today, by, we are not really, we don't really concern ourselves too much with the future. We see somebody now and we make our evaluation of the person based on now. But God doesn't make an evaluation based on now. He makes it based on what you are going to and may God raise you up as a prominent voice. In your generation, may he raise up a prominent voice. In your office, may the Lord make you prominent. May you not just be somewhere and just be walking and walking and walking. And just be part of, the, we are walking and we are, we are all walking. No, no, no. May God raise you up a, as a prominent member. I don't know about you, but I don't want to just die as a, an, as a number. That there were seven billion people in the world and he died. I don't want to be like that. I don't know about you. But I, I, must, I, I believe I carry something of value. And that there's something I must deposit. The Bible describes a woman called Dorcas in the scriptures. The Bible says Dorcas died. And because of her legacy, the woman began to weep. They wept so much that they had to go and get Peter to come and raise her up. Her value brought her back to life. May you not just die and die empty like that. But at the end of your life, may you become a man and a woman of prominence and significance as well. May God raise you up that way. And a cornerstone also guarantees security. Security. In 1 Corinthians 3 verse 11, it says, For no other foundation can anyone lay 
than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. A cornerstone guarantees security. When your life is built on the cornerstone of who Christ is, it guarantees your security. That, that a thousand shall fall by your side, ten thousand by your right hand side, but it will not come near you. It guarantees security. That, every, but people, that people may come against you, people may not believe you, people may fight you, they may try to pull you down, but you will bounce back again. Why? Your secret is that your life is built on the foundation of who Jesus is. That no matter what, no matter what comes against you, no matter what roars against you, you will bounce back again. That the person who is built on the cornerstone, you cannot be suppressed. It's not possible. It's not possible. You carry something that cannot be suppressed. That's why there, there are people who go through hateful experiences, bad experiences. Some are abused, raped, despised. And you see the person, you say that this is over for this person. Because based on the experience they went through, they should not survive life. But there is something that God has put in that There is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty. There is something that you carry that no matter what you go through in life, you can spring back. That is why you must not give up because you've gone through something in life. That is why, that's why you must not write yourself off because of your experience. No, 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 no. God, if you look at the Bible, look at somebody like David. They, in fact, the theologians believe that David was, his mother was not the one who gave birth to his, his elder brothers. That is... David was so despised. That is even why when the father was naming his children, he forgot David before, before Saul. It was the prophecy that said, told him that, no, the person is not. He said, ah, yes, so I have a son. He's, in the, he's thinking of the sheep. It was not part of the original ones. No. David was despised. Looked down upon. Not believed. Was nobody. And God used him as a mighty man. A mighty man. Look at Abraham. Came from a family of idol worship. Idol worship. That's not the person that you expect God to use at all. God is insignificant. Look at someone like Esther, a slave girl, Jewish girl. You are a slave. There is no way you can be anything in, in a foreign land. You are in exile. You are in slavery. Your people are in slavery, and you became the queen of the, of the land. That is the God that we serve. Look at Mary, just walking innocently all over the place, and just, just a Jewish girl, just doing her own, her own thing, and God decided to use her to birth the Messiah into the world. What can't God do with your life? How bad is your story? How bad is your situation? How bad is it? The worse it is, the more grace is available. And may God use you as a man and a woman of significance as you build your life on Christ. May God establish you in the name of Jesus. May God establish you. You see this in the story of Jesus himself who became the, the chief cornerstone. Rejected. We see the story of Jesus. I mean, Jesus went through a very interesting thing as I was doing this study. The first thing we see is that his family rejected him. Do you know that? Jesus' family rejected his ministry. The Bible says in John 7 verse 5, it says, For even his brothers did not believe in him. Hey, this guy was doing miracles. <laughs> and they, they didn't believe in him. They didn't believe. The guy was doing miracles and they said, oh, Look at this guy. One of those... Uh, one man churches people. Look at him. Look at him. One of those fake people. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. You will, will, will not even last. Look at him. Uh, I mean, people have come and go. You know, you, you, you also come and go. Uh, yeah. you're, 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 you're not the first, and you'll be the last. Uh, it's okay. Let, let him come and pass through. They did not believe in him. His own brothers did not believe in him. So, see, when people don't believe in your vision, relax. 
Relax. Even our Lord, even Jesus Christ, who brought us, the one who created us, the, the, the people he created did not, did not believe him. Yeah. So when, when somebody says, oh, you say something and they say, oh, you won't go far. Don't put your trust in them. The God who has spoken to you is the same God who will deliver what he has spoken to you. His brothers, his family rejected his ministry. Number two, his community dishonored his efforts. His community dishonored his effort. He says in Mark 6, 1 to 3, he says, then he went out and came to his own country. These are my people, my people. And his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. They were like, oh, wow, this guy is brilliant. Where did this man get these things from? And with what wisdom did he perform all these miracles? Then they said, oh, after saying all those nice things, ah, is this not the son of the carpenter? The son of Mary and his brother, Joseph, James, Judah, Simon. And are his sisters not with us? And they were offended at him. Said, ah, this guy. Wasn't the one who made your table for you, your coffee table. He's not the one. He's not the father of the carpenter. He wasn't the one who you told him to do your, 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 your cupboard for you. And you look at the, even the nail came out of the cupboard. Wasn't it that guy? Is this not the same guy? Is this the guy you are telling me that God has something for him? Oh, and they got angry at him. They got offended because they, they thought they knew him. But the Bible says, no, we know man according to the flesh. According to your mistakes, according to your past, according to your challenges, according to your weaknesses. We don't know we as, according to our flesh. No, 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 no. That's not how God sees us. But his own community dishonored him. They looked down on him. Great man, great potential, but they looked down on him. Great person, you know you carry something, but people look down on you. You know you carry something great, but, 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 but nobody has given any opportunity. You know, you, you, know, you, know you, you are loaded with something, but, but everybody seems to despise you. You are the perfect candidate for God to show his glory through. You are the perfect candidate for God to show his glory through. He, not only that, but number three, his disciples even doubted his ministry. These are his comrades. They doubted his ministry. They've been working with him. And at one time, Jesus preached a hard sermon. That until you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you cannot follow me. And the people were like, hey, what is this guy saying? Yeah? Eat your flesh, drink your blood, and they ran away. He said, yeah. The Bible says in John 6, 66 to 67, it says, from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus turned and said to the twelve, do you also want to go away? <laughs> Many of them walk back. Don't be afraid when people live your life. Sometimes God has to create space for new people to come into your life. Don't be afraid. Sometimes people will leave. You have to understand. That's how life is. People will leave. People you trust. People you've spoken to. They leave your life. That's how life is. My father left my life. I was broken as a teenager. He left my life. Said that I don't want to do. It. I have anything to do with this guy. You just. I mean. I mean. They, I don't want to use the word he described me as. <laughs> but he just left. But I mean, it was a. It was a dangerous time. A broken time for me. When I, I was around 14. Broken, crying, young boy. Didn't know what was going. Just broken completely. But if my father did not leave at the time he left, I believe that I would not have been where I am today. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, I believe I will not be where I am today. Now, I, I, I can say that in retrospect. When I look back at what God has done for me. 
that when my father left, God stepped in. And he says, I will be your father. And I will show you that I can do something great with your life. Don't be afraid when people leave your life. It's not the end of your story. They may walk away, but they will regret it. Because years back, you look, they will look back and say, is this hair? Huh? They looked at her. I mean, I can imagine. When ICGC started in that classroom and they were 20, beating tables with the general and there was no light. They were using um, bobo. You see those, uh, not, not lantern, the one that you, you own and the smoke is all over the place. You kerosene <laughs> in that room, hot in that classroom, and there were 20 heating tables. I'm sure people said, oh, this is a one-man church. Didn't they say, I'm sure. I'm sure people said, oh, this is a one-man church. Ah, we have this church, we have that church. This is a one-man church. 40 years down the line, with 1,300 churches and an amazing ministry all over the world, I'm sure there are people who regret and said, I should have stayed. I would have been part of the number. My name would have been in the history books. But they didn't stay. But, but, but it doesn't matter. God still built his church. May God build your life. Those who walked their way were not meant to be there. If they were meant to be there, they would have stayed. But those who stayed are the ones who are meant to be there. And Jesus said, Do, will you walk away? He says, no, we won't walk away. And number four, his close confidants abandoned him. Close confidants abandoned him. In Mark chapter 14, verse 48 to 50, it says, Then Jesus answered and said to them, Have you come against me? This is when they came to him in, in the garden of Gethsemane. As against a robber, with swords and clubs to take me. I was with you daily in the temple teaching you, and you did not seize me. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then all forsook him. Those who were with him forsook him and they ran away. And they left him. They left him. His disciples ran away. And he felt alone. As if he was alone. Being left there to suffer. Listen to me, my friends. When people say they want to live a life, don't hold on to them. It may be painful, but let them go. I know it may be painful. Rejection is not anything anybody wants to experience. It may be paid, but let them go. I mean, when I look at my life, all throughout my life, I have always been looked down on as not the person who is qualified to do something. In fact, when I became prayer secretary in my campus ministry, somebody came to me and told me that the other the prayer guys were saying, ah, how can I be the prayer secretary? Even prayer secretary, which is nothing, you know. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> nothing, you know. It's not about I was the president of, of, of Ghana or something. No, it's nothing. How can he? Always been looked down, my friends. People don't, people don't, just, they, just like, oh, I mean, if God is looking, like Samuel, if God is looking for somebody to use, it won't be me, it won't be this person. Like Samuel, when Samuel goes to, to pick the next king, Samuel sees all the sons, he sees the tall ones, the handsome ones, he says, ah, it must be this one, ah, it must be this. Even when a prophet doesn't prophesy to you, God has spoken. That is why you don't depend on the man of God. Even Samuel, the prophet, missed it. He missed it. He thought that he, 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 this was the person, and it wasn't the person because he was seen with somebody who looks good and looks tall. So maybe this will be the next person. No, 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 no. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And that is why in this place, we believe that God can use anybody. That God can use anybody. That his grace is upon you. His anointing is upon you. His hand is upon you. And he can use you. He can, he, he can turn your story around. You may start this way, but you will become the chief cornerstone. Where you start, that's not determine where you will end. There is a place that God is taking you, and you must keep your eyes on it. And I love what Jesus says. 
In Acts chapter 4, verse 8, it says, after they had rejected Jesus and done all these things, the Bible says, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people, elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be made known to you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands before you all. This is the stone, this same Jesus Christ that you rejected. Is the same stone which was rejected by your builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given amongst men by which we ought to be saved by the name of Jesus. The same guy who was rejected many years down the line. Oh, the same guy. Almost three billion people came out of that vision. Many years down the line, they may look down on you today, rejected, but you are relevant. God counts you worthy. God has a story with you. God is going to use your life for his glory. You are the cornerstone in your family. You are the cornerstone. You are the man, the woman. You say, I don't have enough. You are the one that God wants to use. You say, I have no gifts or ability. You are the one that God wants to use. You say, my family is in a difficult place. I have a bad background. You are the one that God wants to use somebody lift your hands lift your voice and begin to talk to God Ask him today that Lord use me for your glory use me my story may be bad but if you can use anybody God use me my past may be terrible but if you can use anybody God use me in the name of Jesus somebody lift your voice and talk to God this morning in the name of Jesus talk to God somebody talk to God somebody oh yes Lord in the name of Jesus oh yes Lord we bring our lives to you this morning someone lift your voice to God oh yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord it doesn't matter what my past looks like it doesn't matter what my challenges look like it doesn't matter, Lord, what others have said. What matters is you. What matters is you. You are all that matters. If you can use anybody, Lord, I make my life available. But the Bible says, for you see your calling. How not many wise, not many mighty, but God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of this world to confound the mighty. May the Lord signal you out. May the Lord make your life a billboard of his glory. In the name of Jesus. In that office. In that family. In that community. May the Lord lift you up. May the Lord raise you up. Others may abandon and reject you. But may the Lord raise you up. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes Lord today. Today our cornerstones. Our cornerstones in this building. will pray. Heavenly Father. That you will use us for your glory for your glory yesterday is gone today is today Lord today we declare in the name of Jesus use us for your glory Lord oh yes thank you Jesus use us for your glory 
Things have been tough and difficult. And you've been rejected. But God has not rejected you. God has not rejected you. Your life still counts. Your life is still precious before the Lord. God has something to do with you. Your story is not ended. He is not done with you yet. There is more that he wants to do with your life. Thank you for listening to the message. God bless you.